if you could have more fulfillment and ease in your professional and personal life and still be ambitious. Join me, Kathy Onetto, founder of Sustainable Ambition, for conversations with experts, authors, and friends on what it means to live with sustainable ambition. Learn concepts, tips, and tools to craft a fulfilling career on your terms while still being ambitious and avoiding burnout. For show notes from this episode, visit sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Now, let's learn more to help you craft your career to support your life from decade to decade. On to today's conversation. Hi, everyone. I am back for part two of this third quarter check-in. And this is part, again, of this year-long series that I've been doing around living a more sustainable and ambitious year. So today, as I promised in the last episode, I'm here to help us all plan for our last quarter of the year and have us look at how can we avoid the end-of-year crush as somebody, as I mentioned in the last episode, somebody in a community I'm in kind of wrote this as a question. I thought it was a great prompt and very related related to sustainable ambition and what we all might be thinking about. Like, how do we avoid the end of year crush? So many of us, again, start to see the end of the year kind of looming. And instead of looking at it with joy, we kind of see it as this is articulated, right? Like, how do we avoid the end of year crush? And um, I would encourage us to reframe this. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Really, you know, how can we kind of be ambitious about this last quarter? How do we make it joyful, especially through the holidays, and make it more sustainable so it doesn't feel weighty, but feels more manageable for us? So in this episode, I'm going to give you a lot of different prompts. You know, use what works best for you. And, you know, I would encourage you to also perhaps make this, keep this simpler and at a higher level. You know, oftentimes I do give you a lot of prompts. I do this to myself as I'm planning for myself too. I, and yet I, part of the reason I do that is to give different entries and doors in. And even in the end, what I end up doing oftentimes is I'm using those prompts, but then I simplify down. And so I'd encourage you to do that as well. So I'm going to break this up into a couple different sections. And the first one is to really have us pause at this stage. And really, I think as we enter this last quarter of the year, it's often that we start to think about like, wow, well, what did I want for this year? What did I even set out to do at the beginning of the year? So it is a good time to revisit your ambitions for 2022. What were your priorities for this year for your professional and personal lives? And now really reflect and think about, well, how has it been going? You know, is there anything you want to acknowledge yourself for? Like, wow, I've actually made a lot of progress on this, or I achieved this or that. You might also find, not surprisingly, like, what do you need to renegotiate with yourself, with others around your ambitions and what were priorities? As I mentioned in the last episode, it's not uncommon for me to put too much on my plate, even being trying to be thoughtful and conscientious about it and being very well-intentioned. And yet I need to give myself a little bit of grace. And there are some things I have not done this year 
that I supposedly wanted to get done this year. And yet one of the things I'm sitting with is why do I have resistance around that? Why am I not moving that forward? There must be some reason and something behind that. And instead of berating myself about it, don't get me wrong, I do a little bit, we all do, but really I'm trying to seek to understand because I sense that there is a reason why I'm not progressing certain things forward. So you might find that for yourself too. So allow yourself to renegotiate and allow yourself to reprioritize. As you look towards the end of the year and you look at this last quarter, you know, what do you want to really take on? If you think about what you had hoped for this year to accomplish, you know, what might you need to reprioritize and really kind of say, okay, based on that, here's going to be my focus for this quarter. And I might even pull forward what I shared in the last episode, this idea of instead of perhaps trying to control something and make something happen, is there something that you want to focus on in terms of what do you want to enable to happen? And I think that subtle shift can also help us in rethinking how we might think about what we want to do and our actions as we think about this last quarter. Another place I'll point you is to think about for this last quarter, what do you want to do around your personal and professional success? Or let me state that a little bit differently. Like how do you want to define or articulate what your personal and professional success is for this quarter? And what might be your metrics around that? Eva Dinal talked about this all the way back in episode number 16. And I really loved it where she talks about like, what are your success metrics and how do you define those on your terms as opposed to these external metrics, right? So if you were to define your own success metrics, what might those be? I was just listening to a podcast today, one of Jenny Blake's free time podcasts, and she had Kehi on and he was talking about his two things were if I surfed today and if I was present with my family. So think about that. Like, what do you actually really want your professional or personal success metrics to be? And maybe it is, maybe you lean even more into just what your personal metrics are. So what is success for you? And how do you want to think about it for this quarter? And then then as you're thinking about these ambitions and revisiting ambitions, I kind of transition like, hey, like, let's think about your overall ambitions for the year. But what does that really imply for what your ambitions are for this fourth quarter? And really think about what do you want to prioritize? Where do you want to put your attention for this last quarter of the year? And I would encourage you to note your top three, maybe even just one, like, but start with like, what are your top three personal priorities? And then what are your top three professional priorities? And then maybe star the one that is most important and where you really want to make sure, like, this is going to be where I'm going to put the majority of my attention and focus this quarter. So that's where I'd have you start. Let's look at our ambitions. Where do you stand for this year? What does it mean for how you want to focus your attention for your last quarter of the year. What are your ambitions for this fourth quarter and what are your priorities? 
And with that kind of identified, now let's put our attention to, okay, well, how do we avoid the end of year crush? So I always say like, if we're going to stretch and strive, we really need a sustaining plan for ourselves. Now, before we get into this, one thing I do want to just acknowledge, because I've been hearing this from different people that I've been interacting with over the last few months. And I want to acknowledge, because I've been experiencing it myself too, which is just, just to say that my personal feeling is that for many of us on different levels, we're still recovering from the pandemic. There has been a lot of change <laughs> and intensity that people have gone through over the last two and a half plus years. And I just encourage us to all be patient with each other because I think it's going to take probably another two and a half years. I'm totally making up this time frame, not to scare you. I just think it's going to take us more time to recover and get to a steady state than I really think. I, th I do think that we are all going through our own recovery from these shifts and what's happened over the last several years. And so I just encourage you to give yourself some grace around this as well. So the other thing I want to bring forward in terms of this idea of like, well, how do I end up, you know, avoid the end of your crush? I think part of this is about starting with setting your intention and creating the right mindset. And I've been talking about this over the last year, really, around this idea of managing one's pace. And I'm going to come back to that in a second. But I think my own experience and this idea of really setting an intention and having this feeling of like, instead of it feeling like this crush of something that's going to be really weighty and coming down on me, is really reframing that narrative and saying, well, what do I want instead? How do I want to envision my end of year? So if I don't want it to feel like this end of year crush, you know, start with this reframe. And perhaps with this I notion of envisioning instead of an end of year crush that I want to avoid, like how do you create an end of year that you're going to love and that's going to energize you? It just reframes things in a slightly different orientation, right? In terms of defining your own ambitions and what success is for you, I think in just a little bit more like from a standpoint of being in more control and from a standpoint of positivity versus negativity or standing in, say, abundance versus scarcity. So if you think about that and, 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 and do start with that first question of like, okay, well, how would I create an end of year all love? Like, what does that look like? And then I'm going to offer you a few more prompts here to kind of just and see which ones work for you. So finish this phrase. This quarter will be, as you think about like this thing, this quarter that you envision that would be like end of year that will create an end of year that you love. If you were to think about this quarter will be what? And then if you really think about, I want this quarter to feel this way for me. Like if you stand at the end of December and perhaps January 1st, and you said, this quarter, I felt this way. What do you want to feel? What do you want to have felt about the quarter? And then think about what would you do or add into your time over the next quarter to help you feel that way? 
I talked in the last episode about how instead of thinking about my goals and my outcomes being achievement oriented, I'm stepping more into, okay, if I want to honor certain values this quarter, what does that look like? If I want to honor growth and learning, what would that look like in this quarter? If I want to honor creativity this quarter, what does that look like? If I want to honor my value of vitality, what does that look like? Do that for yourself. What are the values you want to honor this quarter? And don't just start, stop at that, like, okay, well, it's growth and learning for me or whatever it might be for you. I want to, I want to honor my value of family and friendship. Now say, okay, well, what does that look like for this quarter and these months that are ahead? If I do step into those values, what do I want to have happen? What do I want to create? Then as you think about all of that and what you're envisioning and wanting for your quarter, I'd also encourage you to think about two things. One is, okay, well, how do you manage your energy and your effort against these different activities. You know, when we think about our ambitions, we aren't always discerning around which should get more of our attention, which should I do at 100% or 120% because they're really important, and which should I actually do at like 50% of effort or 80% of effort. And so I'd encourage you to think about what you have on your plate for this coming quarter and to really be discerning, like what really matters, what really needs your energy and effort? And where can you dial things down in some respects and put more attention and energy and effort into the things that really matter? And give yourself permission to do that. You know, there are times and places for where you need to lean in and use your energy. And we don't, we can't do everything. Our energy is limited. So where can you practice with that dial to allow yourself to find more space and to have it not feel like the year will be crushing. The other place I'll point you, which I've talked about a lot before, and I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, was is really to think about what pace do you want to operate at this quarter and how can you manage that pace? And if you want to listen a little bit more to what I talk about around this idea of setting your own pace, you can go back to episode 52, um, where I talk about this and give a few more tips, where I talk about things like setting your intention, this mindset, which I kind of started with earlier in this episode, this idea of being present and slowing time down by being present, this idea of creating space, building space into your calendar, into your days the idea of meditating, and then crafting experiences. And some of these themes I'm bringing into this episode as well here. But if you want to just hear that episode and and go a little bit deeper on that topic, I'll point you there. Now, the final thing I'll have you think about is this idea of what is going to make it more sustainable to avoid that crush. What is your sustaining plan? So some of it will be building in some of these, this attention around your values and doing activities that support your values. That's one thing that we're at place where I'll point you. And it's what are those things you're going to put on your calendar that will be really enjoyable? And oftentimes it is those value activities. But I'd also point you to, we talked about in the prior episode, like what was energizing versus draining in your last quarter? And maybe over the year, you might've been reflecting on this. 
So another place to point, and it's not to do all of these. Again, I'm using, offering you different prompts that you can play with, use the ones that work best for you. And think about, you know, what are some energizing activities maybe that you want to bring into your quarter? Especially when you think about some of those holiday activities, (laughs) you know, you may want to think about, okay, what are the holiday activities that actually are energizing? What are the ones that are draining? And be thoughtful about those and what you want to craft for yourself this year. And then really think about how are you going to protect your time and energy? You know, where can you play with your pauses and breaks? Where can you put some boundaries in place? Where might you need to, you know, create some structures or negotiate some structures at home and at work to support you? And where can you ask for help? Where can you get some additional support if you need it to make this quarter more sustainable? So again, I started with like thinking about setting your intentions and really reframing how you're coming at the quarter, thinking about what you want to craft, thinking about how you want to manage your energy, manage your pace, and really putting in place this sustaining plan for yourself. And believe me, this these are things I am doing for myself. So I myself am thinking through, kind of looking at my ambitions for the year and really focusing down and prioritizing where I want to put my attention this quarter. I'm thinking about planning my quarter. I'm a planner, so I like to do this. And, you know, this quarter follows my favorite. This is just my favorite quarter of the year. And so I really get excited about it and want to think about how I'm crafting this quarter for myself. So it definitely has my attention and I'm getting focused and kind of planning month by month by around what I want to kind of create for myself. And I'm also, as I mentioned in the last episode, like what are these things I want to practice as I go into this quarter and continue on my own growth journey? So a final thing that I want to leave you with as a consideration which I, in some respects, I kind of hesitate on, but I, I do think, and I, this is a good practice from a sustainable ambition perspective. I talk about this idea of really thinking about sustaining one's ambition and not thinking about it just in the moment, but over managing it over a, a, a course of time. So Heather Ainsworth talked about this all the way back in episode number two of the podcast where she herself really focused on this idea of sustainability, not in such a short focused time, but over 18 months, say. And so I can encourage you to do the same and to think about, you know, if you've really been experiencing an intense time, how you want to think, not just about this next quarter, where I'm pointing you is to say that it's also a good time to start to look at your 12 month calendar from here and I'm going to say now, because even for me, <laughs> I'm a little resistant to starting to look into 2023. So I would just say to look at it lightly, to plan another three to six months out. And this may help you in terms of like re-looking at your ambitions and thinking, you know what, it's okay if I push that to next year. I don't have to do that right now. Or starting to think about, okay, well, I know this end of the quarter is going to be intense. So what do I need to start planning for, for the beginning of the year to make sure that I give myself some space so that I don't start at a deficit at the beginning of the year 
or being really thoughtful about how you're going to really end this year so that you can start the beginning of the year with more energy. But I'll just give you an example of this too. I actually did just have somebody schedule something with me for January of next year. And I was, you know, being thoughtful already about how am I going to be managing my calendar? And so I didn't plan something for the first week of January and I didn't schedule them because I may be on vacation then. I haven't decided that, but I'm making the decision now to protect that week and to schedule accordingly. So that's a final third thing I suggest you think about doing if you have the capacity for it. It's just to go beyond the end of the year and start to like lightly plan three to six months out, especially if you really do, you've been having an intense year this year and you want to create more sustainability. It's, I would encourage you, again, if you've really had an intense year this year, I think it really is super important to then plan for those next three to six months out because you will need sustaining time. And if you're not planning for it now, you may not end up giving yourself what you need in the next three to six months out to support you. But again, if it feels like too much for you right now, even as it does for me a bit, then, you know, pass on it or just hold it lightly. Now from here, as I've shared in past quarter reviews and planning sessions, I'd encourage you to put an appointment on your calendar now to check in at the end of each month and see how it's going. And then to plan on at the end of the year to do some reflection. And as I've promised all along, I'll come back again and do another episode like this to check in. And I likely will at the beginning of the year also be doing some planning episodes as well. I also want to just remind you to know that this isn't easy. Living, I think, in sustainable ambition is just, it's a practice. And we are always changing. Our lives are changing. The world is changing. And it means we need to constantly be adjusting for better or worse, but learning about ourselves um, so that we can optimize and adjust along with it. It really does take learning about ourselves over time, doing some planning, practicing, and then progressing as we move forward. So again, thank you for joining me for this quarter check-in and planning for this next last quarter of the year. And I'll look forward to seeing you for the Q4 check-in at the end of the year and then planning for 2023. And it's hard. I know it's kind of like the second or third time I've said 2023. It's hard to believe it. Uh, but again, I'm going to stand to this. It's not here yet. It is still just the beginning of the quarter. There is still a lot of time between now and then. So as a reminder, as I shared in the last episode, and as always, if you have any feedback or any questions that you want to send me, you can send me an email at podcastsustainableambition.com or send me a voice note at bit.ly slash sapodcast-ask. So until next time, I hope you'll be with me over this quarter as well, listening in, but I hope you'll have a wonderful end of year and that you will really enjoy the fall and embrace it and these holiday months and really turn it from being a potential crush to something that's actually a time that is delightful for you and more sustainable. So with that, be well, everyone. I'll be with you next time.
for listening to this episode of the Sustainable Ambition Podcast. I hope you take away at least one learning or inspiration from today's conversation. Find more inspiring interviews and get show notes for this episode at sustainableambition.com slash podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode or my insider tips, guides, and tools by signing up for Sustainable Ambition Forum, my twice monthly newsletter. Sign up at sustainableambition.com slash subscribe. And remember, it's not about finding work-life balance. It's about building work-life resilience. Thanks again for joining me. Speak with you next time.